<laughs> Try that again. I mean, because I, I was still wondering, like, what do you mean it's way late? It's like so, you know. Ah, jeez. All right. <laughs> always learning. Always learning. And you are listening to episode 77 of Honest, Open, and Vulnerable. My name is Ryan. And I'm Scarlett. And this is a stream of consciousness podcast that delves into an eclectic mix of topics. <laughs> I can talk. Yeah. <laughs> and we are also adult-oriented, which includes language and material that may not be suitable for kids under 18. Uh, we definitely encourage feedback and whatnot. Uh, the easiest, easy way to do that is post a comment on our website, hovpodcast.net. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at hovpodcast. And we are also on Facebook. It's at facebook.com forward slash honest dot open dot vulnerable. And you can also leave us an email at hovpodcast at gmail.com. And you can call and leave us a voicemail. That number is 231-846-8420. You can find my blog at inscarletstorm.wordpress.com. And you can find my, uh, excuse me, you can find me on Twitter at inscarletstorm. And you can also find me on Twitter. It's at inspiration underscore F-L-O. And so Matt is back in the stu- Matt, back in the studio. And um, we actually um, have a studio. Woo! Yes, yes, we've act- um, we have uh, made made some. Uh, a- we, well, in our previous episode, we talked about a whole bunch of changes we were going to make. Be- making around around our around our house and everything and so uh one one of those was actually make a kind of turn one of our but uh my bedroom into a recording studio because i was just tired of always having to reconnect everything every you know have 30 minutes set set up time just to just to hit record so um but we'll get into that in just a little bit um so our um we'll start Start out by uh, with uh, Matt Matthew's uh, write, writing corner, and actually, actually, we got we got the um, we our cords are long enough. Let's just let's let's just walk. To, let's go uh, down the hallway into the uh, uh, piano bar. Just uh, oh, wait. Hold on. <laughs> Helps if I hit the right different corner, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, just uh, go into a piano bar, you know, because we just want to, you know, kind of class it up a little bit. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> here, um, I I know in the in June June and July, I kind of had. Um, okay, that's thrown me off. I gotta stop. <laughs> Corner number three. Nope, tip for you. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't get paid for this anyway. So, <laughs> so I know um, June and July kind of had a well, um, kind of had a theme. Did you kind of go you know, the same direction with August? Uh, yes, I did. Uh, first off, uh, thanks for having me on again. It's uh, a pleasure to. Have, I can actually say this now. Be in the be in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, to to your question i did go with a another theme for the month of august uh the month of august uh my intent for this was to make the theme more uh for the audience reading my work to learn more about about me as a person the things that make me tick so that there's a more of a contextual understanding of the words that i put out there for the for the audience to read. So my theme for the month was what I decided to title Slices of Life. In every piece that I would be putting out there for the month of August would be uh, about something that was very important and personal to to me. So that would allow my audience to better understand who I am and make a more... Uh, a, a more... Uh, a deeper connection, if you will, with uh, not just the words, but just also with the person 
Okay. Behind them. So that that's where I was uh, I was headed for the month of August. So there's there's a few things that have taken place here in in the first half of the half of the month uh, that I've decided to share with with the audience about who I am, about people who are important to me, and uh, I think uh, the first one that I would like to share is uh, just about um, the my roots and. I'm a, I'm proud to be a uh, I'm proud to be a, a Denver native and a native of of the state of Colorado, and for those of you who would like a little bit of fun trivia, August first is Colorado Statehood Day, which for those of you who are history fans or know about your uh, American history, uh, August first, uh, eighteen seventy six is the date that Colorado was admitted into entry f- to the United States of America. So. I decided on August 1st would be the perfect time to start a slices of life. Since I'm having been very much a uh, person who identifies very hard with being from this area, my family has been in this, um, in this community, in this region for, and this is not an exaggeration, for centuries, I thought this would be the appropriate time and the perfect place to start with this slice of life. So this one is very simply put Colorado, and this is my slice of life of Colorado. My roots are here, filling my veins with the red of the earth, my lungs with the blue of the sky, my heart with the sun's golden light, my soul bright as a mountain peak of white. This is my home, forever it will be, I am as much a part of it as it's a part of me. Very nice. Nice. And, and for those listening, uh, the added dimension of the slice of life is I also do uh, photography as a hobby. So in this particular offering on my Instagram, which you can find at Matthew Scribbles, you will see a picture that I took of the Colorado Pillar while on holiday at the National Mall in Washington, D.C. a few years ago. So I wanted to also start integrating my other hobbies, such as my photography, into my writing as well to add more context and depth to the slice of life theme. Another offering that I had for the following day, August 2nd, is actually very important to me as that is my, my best friend's birthday. And... Just a very brief, very brief background on him. Uh, we have been friends for nearly 20 years, and he uh, is now away from home. He went. He is a uh, a veteran of of the Iraq War, and he is now, I presume, uh, living a full and a full life now doing what uh, he's doing out in uh, for his for his career. So I wrote this poem for his birthday. I always call him for his birthday, but I never seem to reach him. And I put this out there mainly just to have words of admiration and friendship for him that are always going to be be there regardless of whether it's his birthday or whether it's a Wednesday or any other day. So this slice of life is best friend. Where have you gone, my friend? It's been too long since you've been home again. Days become years which quickly pass by. Yet sometimes I wonder if I, or perhaps wonder when, will live up to our see you then. It's been many years since you went off to war, witnessing horrors that would shake anyone to the core. You overcame the madness of such a space, yet remain far away in some other place. I think of you often and hope that you're well. Whether you are is too difficult to tell. All of my best to you do I send. You're always my boy and forever my best friend. Nice. Thank you. The, uh, the second to last line, you're always my boy, is uh, the last thing that uh, I had said to him before he went off to basic training. So whenever I would see him in the years that would follow when we would see each other, I would always tell him that, that he was always my boy. And, right on. Uh, 
so I thought it was fitting to have that be the uh, the ending piece hmm. of that of that poem. The month of August is also very important to my family. There's a lot of birthdays that happen, including the, including uh, my my mother's birthday was uh, was a few days ago. So uh, I I decided to write a, a poem for my mother, and as I was sharing off air, I did not give this poem to to my mom. I I kind of took the the easy way out and I gave her a card, but. After after the day was done, we had spent the entire day together. We we had breakfast together. I took her to lunch. We went to a movie. After the whole day was over, I had time to reflect on just on my mom, and so I wrote this poem for her. So naturally, this poem is called "Mom." <laughs> you gave me a life born out of love, as pure and vivid as the heavens above. Fought to protect me through life's ups, through life through life's ups and downturns. Within you, a nurturing grace lives and burns. From the very first breath and through each of my days, you painted a tapestry of love in innumerable ways. You sacrificed so much to give me the best. Your unconditional love never once stopped to rest. Through each of my childhood struggles and tears, you wiped them away and calmed all of my fears. And even though we didn't always see eye to eye, I knew that no matter what, on you, I could always rely. You raised me the best way that you possibly knew and gave me my best chance to succeed in all that I do. You taught me to love and to be a good man, and I will absolutely do everything that I can to be the best person I'll ever be because of your love, which you freely, totally, unconditionally gave me. Very nice. That's great. And, and and I'm assuming that she will be given the opportunity to read that at some point. I was yes. going to say, you should give that to her. <laughs> yes, I, I, I will share that with, with my mom at, uh, at some point in the future. So uh, those are, those are a, a few of the offerings that I've been, I had been working on here for the, for the month of August. Just a few things just to help my audience connect more with, with me as an author and learn more about me as a person. So, uh, as someone who has some difficulty in kind of opening up about things that are very private, mm-hmm. like my family, like my my relationships and my friendships, this has been a very uh, interesting exercise to try and make that connection with my audience mm-hmm. and find that there is a relationship between the author and and the and the reader. Mhm. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. So very slowly it's it's coming along. Uh I've gotten a lot of feedback on especially that poem about about my mom. A lot of people really have enjoyed that one. And it's been it's been fun. It's been a challenge to open myself up like that and it's been fun to see the the feedback. I'm I'm very thankful for the feedback that I've received so far that people are that there is an audience out there that is receptive to what I'm putting out there for people to read and as a writer or an artist of any kind you want that validation of your craft whether it's painting, writing, music, you want that validation that what you are doing is making a connection and that's all art really is is making a connection mm-hmm. with with people. Good. Great. Sorry. <laughs> Zoned out there for a second. Sorry about that. That's all right. <laughs> I have no excuse. <laughs> so that's where, that's where I've been um, for for parts of for parts of August. I'm not yet ready to look at September's yet, but we're a few <laughs> we're like yeah we're a few days away. So I need to start getting on the ball and figuring out how I'm going to challenge myself for September. I, I conveniently like to call the start of September the beginning of the Burr months. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> and around here for good reason. Yeah, very much so. So fall is a very, uh, is my favorite season. So there's going to be probably some stuff relating to fall and then the changing of the seasons. Fall is uh, a wonderful time around the, around these parts. Mm-hmm. The scenery is absolutely breathtaking. And uh, 
a uh, non-official poll that I saw on the news the other day and listed that fall is probably the favorite season here here uh, in the region. Huh. So, well, I mean, of course, that's opinion. Yeah. Skiers may disagree, so. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. <laughs> I remember my, my mom and dad used to say that they would go and watch the Aspens turn because it looked like the mountain was on fire. And we've had a couple of mountain fires, which is not funny, but it's not We've ironic. Had a number of them. I, yeah. I don't mean that in an ironic way, but it, but driving through the driving through the canyons, you can see that all the trees, you know, the aspens changing. It just looks amazing, and so that's definitely one of my mother's favorite time of the year. But she hates snow. She hates cold. <laughs> so yeah, she doesn't like that too well, but. <laughs> And I have to, I have to agree. the uh, The changing of the colors is a sight to really, absolutely, really to fully grasp it. You really have to witness it in person. And the further into the mountains you go, especially uh-huh. uh, when you get away from the city and you're in the quiet mm-hmm. and the cold, it really you really start to connect with nature. I had the great fortune uh, eight years ago for around my birthday, I, I went up to do the fall colors in Southern Colorado and, and Northern New Mexico. And the, the, the sites there, I, I do have pictures of those is just out of this world. You, mm-hmm. you can say, Oh, they're pretty, they're yellow, they're mm-hmm. with their leaves, but no, it's just... the words really fall short of being able oh, to yeah. be you, in the surroundings. When you can see it. And my mom finally came to peace with kind of the snow during the fall. Because she lives at the foot, literally at the foot of Pikes Peak in Colorado Springs, which if you're not from Colorado, you have no idea what I'm talking about. There's a big mountain and she says that, oh, look, the peak is wearing her shawl, her lace <laughs> shawl. I'm like, mom, you're such a cornball. But she, she's come to peace with some of that because it is, it is beautiful. It's just rotten to be in the middle of if you don't like snow. Well, yeah. So, <laughs> but she, you know, so... I think you can come. You can't live in Colorado and not come to terms with the snow. You right. Just, you know, you just, you can't, you live in Colorado. Just get used <laughs> to it. Just suck it up. <laughs> you know, so. And that's know. really true regardless of where in Colorado you live. Right. Right. The, the mountains, you're always going to see it. But out east, the, the storms just gather speed right. as they're coming mm-hmm. off the foothills. Right. And out on the western slope, they're still gathering speed as they're coming out of the basin around uh, Salt Lake City. So right. we get it all across. Oh, yeah. Well, and in Colorado Springs, where I grew up, it's kind of, it's weird because it either misses us completely because you're, like, right in that valley, mm-hmm. or we get dumped on. And here in Denver, it's the same thing. We either – it misses us completely because we're, like, in this little pocket – with the foothills, right. or we just get we just get slammed. So you know you you gotta take it or love you know. And I'm not a skier. I do not like the cold. I have I have fibromyalgia, so I really don't like the cold. Yeah. And I have I also have seasonal affective disorder. So when the changes when it gets cold, mm-hmm. when you have that weather change, I get really depressed, and you know I get and. I'm bipolar, so I have that bipolar depression. So yeah, yeah. No, November, November to February, just uh, no fun. <laughs> just sucks. But I know, I know myself well enough to know how to pull myself out of it. But you know, there have been years. Oh yeah. I think two years ago, I spent four months in bed, wow. where I got up to go to work, and then I would come home, and I literally went to bed, and it was like, oh, Ryan and yeah. Yeah, Ryan and Peter loved me, but they left me alone because they knew I would snap out of it. They knew they just they were like, okay, just let her have it. She'll come out of it when she's ready. They would check on me periodically. Are you eating? Are you drinking? Are you doing? Right. Are you doing those things that you need to do to take care of yourself? Otherwise, is there anything we can do? But if there's not, you just have to have just let her have it because mm-hmm. there's nothing we can do. She's just going to have to pull herself out of it because it's a, it's a physiological thing in my yeah. brain. And literally I went from being really in the dumps to literally having a switch that went off in my brain where I snapped out of it. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, but yeah, it's kind of rotten for me. So I really don't like the cold because it does something to me physiologically. So, but you know, I wish I could take up skiing because I bet that I would, I, I bet I would enjoy it a lot more if I liked the snow. 
it, it would be so much easier for me to be in Colorado <laughs> if I liked the cold, right. but I just don't. So it, it just... Yeah. I don't. I don't like the cold. I like skiing. I don't like the price that I have to pay to do it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. The one thing I do like though is I like the beauty of it. it mm-hmm. There's nothing better than walking out on a, on a cold, crisp morning when the wind is not blowing. That right. wind sucks. But when you go out there and there's it's silent. There's nothing out there and it's just cold and it's just after it's a still, fresh after a fresh snowfall and it's oh yeah still, oh yeah oh I love that. And I you agree. just go out there and you just stand there and you just in that. And in five seconds oh. later, it's like, all right, all right, I'm going back inside. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but in that one still moment, I love that. Yeah, yeah there's nothing better than that and for winter. That, that just, it, until you feel the cold. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, so there, there, it has its moments. It has its moments. There's one thing to be said about seeing that in the city when all the hustle and bustle of city life comes to a stop and you see the the, the roads iced over and you, you can hear whoever walking down the sidewalk in the crunch of the snow. It's yeah. another thing entirely to be in the mountains, mm-hmm. especially yeah. at night after a snowstorm. Oh, yeah. And uh-huh. the, the clouds have cleared out and you see white on the ground and oh, white yeah. in the sky especially during a full moon. Oh, yeah. And you have nothing but stars above you and the moon and it, that stillness, the cold. Oh, that's perfect. And yeah. the snow. Yeah. It is something that Norman Rockwell never attempted to paint, nor could it ever really be fully captured. It is something that you really need to experience. Mm-hmm. But if you're in the mountains, that experience will come with a lot of cold. So dress <laughs> yeah. accordingly. yeah. I've been up in uh, Granby Lake when the, during that time, uh-huh. and I didn't hate it so much. It's like, okay, maybe I don't hate the snow so much, but I still hate the cold. But it, it's that beautiful, there's that beautiful stillness, and there is that, there's something to be said for it. I mean, it's like, okay, maybe, I mean, I, I got stuck in a cabin with some friends in, uh, I think it was, it was Grand Lake, actually, it was up in that that mm-hmm. area and it, and it was just like okay we're just stuck here we're snowed we are snowed in and there were there were like um there were eight of us we were just stuck and there was nothing we could do about it and it, you know we went outside a couple times and it was just that still crunchiness of the you know and it was just like okay maybe this isn't so bad <laughs> maybe this isn't so bad i see why people live in ski towns i see i see it yeah i wouldn't want to do it but i see the appeal so, yeah, I mean, totally. Tobogganing. Love to toboggan. Yeah. If you do it properly. Just don't make right. sure you put your leg in. Don't get your leg out. <laughs> That's a good way to pull out your hip. But, I mean, you know, I did it when I was 16, and I ripped up my leg. But <laughs> you can, you Ouch. know, if you do it right, it's actually kind of fun, you yeah. know. And Or getting in the, you know, when I was a lot younger, I wouldn't do it now. But, you know, getting in the, the inner tube and going down the going down the ski slope, mm-hmm. that was a lot of fun. Do not put me on a pair of skis. I am not coordinated enough. I know I'd kill myself. You know, but I, there is something to be said for some snow sports, you know. Know, it, it can be fun. I'm just not coordinated, and I know I kill myself on a pair of skis. So, you know, there's some there's some there's some appeal to it, but I'm just not coordinated, <laughs> so I don't even attempt it. Yeah. So. I remember when I was growing up, we would uh, my extended relatives and I would uh, break out the uh, the ATV, and we would attach a sled to the back. Oh, nice. So we'd. <laughs> The younger kids would pile into the sled, and we would just drive around on uh, outside and on, on the property, and just ride around. And of course, you know, kids would eventually fly off one by one by one, and <laughs> of course, yeah, gather ourselves up and do it again. And it's a good thing that uh, you know, kids when they're young, they have a little bit of durability to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, as you get older, not so much. To a degree, yeah, and, and you kind of lose that fearless as you get older i think right so and i noticed this if, when i was in college once when we did the same thing i i was on the back of the slide uh-huh. but <laughs> there wasn't a lot of snow on the ground Ooh. and you felt every single bump mm-hmm. and as you get older you worry oh, yeah. about 
when or where that next <laughs> right. rock is going to hit you. Right. <laughs> yeah. Especially when you hit that bump, you fly off the sled, and you're still holding on to one of the handles. You're halfway out of the sled <laughs> yeah. trying to pull yourself back in as you're sliding along the not-so-snowy ground yeah. and just praying you get back in before <laughs> your world gets completely and literally rocked. <laughs> well, and it, it's funny because my, my watching my brother growing up, he never had any of that fear. And I mean, he's over 50 now and he still doesn't have any fear. And I was, I, I, I'm pretty sure he's, he, he hit his head a little too hard um, when he had just, just when he was younger, he just hit his head just a little too hard. And I think that whatever's in your head that, that keeps you from doing stupid things, I think that that got dislodged in his head. So he <laughs> continues to do stupid things. He just doesn't, he's just like, hey, if it's my day to die, it's my day to die. I'm just going to go out and have fun and live my life. And there I, you go. I just wish that I had that, that, that little bit of, uh, I, I wish I just had a little bit of that oomph so that I could try some things but no then I watch him and you know he always gets hurt and I'm like okay I'm glad I didn't do that I'm glad I didn't do that but you know he just gets up dusts himself off and he's like oh it'll grow back it'll it'll be all right and he just does it again and just it's like a scratch you're insane okay whatever but he just we call him a hot the gumby by the way because he just gets up and dusts himself off and goes on he'll have a broken arm and he'll just dust it off oh it'll grow back it'll be fine and he'll just go on about his day and he just he cracks me up but you know he's been that way his whole life so and he just he cracks me up but i i never had any of that oh let's just try it and see what happens and you know i never had any of that so there's, there's something to be said about living life with a little bit of risk yeah yeah and and that that's great for those who feel that they have that courage and that will to step out on that ledge and try something new because not all of us can do that because we, we look at the folks up on the ledge and some of, some of us are like, wow, um, that may or may not end well. And then the ledge breaks. And then we look away like, ooh. Ouch. <laughs> now in the, smart, the smartphone world, we would do, just click. <laughs> yeah. Post. <laughs> exactly. My thing is, you know what? I'm a chicken shit. Yeah, go ahead and go. I'll live, I'll live precariously through you. You go ahead and try it. And if it works for you, great. But I'm a chicken shit, so I'll just go over here. So yeah. Yeah, num number of year years ago, um, I went on a uh, vacation with my family, and we went went to one one of the one of those uh, res um, one of those resorts in Jamaica, and um, one of the day trips I took was to some restaurant where that that had uh, cliff diving. And, um, or cliff jumping rather, cause yeah, you don't want to, yeah. You don't want to anyway, go first. Right? Yeah, exactly. You want to go ahead first. Yeah. You want to go feet first. <laughs> and so, I mean, they had two different, they had two different le ledges. One was, you know, a good distance higher than the other one. And, um, I, you know, there was like 10 minutes before we were supposed to go back, go back on, go head back to the boat and go, go back to the place we were staying. And, and I'm like, all right, I, there's no way of me for me to know whether or not I'll a be able to take a vacation to Jamaica again. And B, you know, let actually be, you know, go to this particular place again and, you know, and see, you know, whether or not they still have cliff jumping. Because, <laughs> you know, that, I mean, that, that place like that is just right, right for, you know, lawsuit. To lawsuit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to, you know, so I, I did it, which it was quite a rush. <laughs> um, I, I I made sure that as I fell, I kind of leaned backwards. <laughs> I didn't want to lean forwards. <laughs> uh, um, but uh, I and I noticed that as I was, you know, told told the story, that 
every subsequent time that I told it, the height of the ledge that I jumped off would increase by X amount of feet. <laughs> and did you go off the higher one or the yes, lower one? Yes, yes, oh. I definitely jumped off the higher one. <laughs> and so, somewhere there's a, you know, I asked one of the people that was on the boat to take a picture of me doing it, and it's somewhere <laughs> it's e- either at my parents house somewhere or it might actually be be in one one of my photo albums here i don't know i haven't looked in quite a while but 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 yeah i mean it's like i'm not i'm not exact i'm not uh the ad- adventurer that scarlet's bro- brother is but you know i i ch- what the dumbass you know. anyway <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, no, I'm the village idiot. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I I know the lines kind of kind of <laughs> blur a little bit sometimes, but <laughs> but uh, kind of go uh, circling back back around to uh, Colorado Day or whatever. I work about a block away from the city and county building, and on you know on this day I was I was at work and the, you know just kind of minding my own business doing my thing. And uh, then I hear this, doom. I'm like, the hell? It's, eh, okay, whatever. And go back, go back to work. Doom. I'm like, is Thor trying to get into the building? What the hell's going on here? <laughs> and then it stopped. I'm like, okay, well, I guess he's not anymore. And then, you know, 20 minutes later, doom. I'm like, what the hell? And so I, you know, stand, stand up, you know, in my little gray cubicle and see a whole bunch of people lined up uh against a window on the on the kind of down down the hall or whatever i'm like all right you know lock lock my computer and then and i they were they were firing some cannons that weren't loaded (laughs) thankfully (laughs) you know but but yeah when i was like wait what the, what the hell's going on? And I was like, eh. like it's Colorado. Oh, okay. And that's a city capital. Okay, I got it. All right. <laughs> so, so it's not. Nobody's trying to break into the building. Nobody's trying to break the building down. <laughs> <laughs> and then l- later they fired off a couple more. And so I sent an I I am to one of one of my friends is like, someone want to get in touch with Loki so he so he can distract Thor and stop hitting throwing Mjolnir at the, at the building. <laughs> I never got a response though. <laughs> But yeah, as I men- mentioned earlier, this um, this is actually our first episode recor- recorded with uh, more kind of a permanent setup. Um, so I I actually um, picked made got got a few uh, uh, kind of a mi- minor equipment upgrades, which you may or may not no- notice in the end of recording. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but um, ho- hopefully it does. But um, I am planning on kind of getting a uh, new uh, dedicated lap- laptop for this because the one I'm using I'm using now I bought like three years ago, like when I when I was I started with uh, Devry. And it's it's a two hundred fifty dollar laptop. <laughs> I mean, it has a Celeron processor. <laughs> There's at least like two or three generations of processor families <laughs> in be- between the Celeron family and what's out there today. And you know, I'm look looking at the um, kind of the load. It's it's I I get nervous. <laughs> so <laughs> so this. Um, so yeah, I am I am playing on kind of getting a, a higher higher level laptop just so I'm not like okay is this Panicking. thing gonna cra- yeah exactly <laughs> it's like is this gonna crash is it- <laughs> she may so. not look like much but she's got it where it counts <laughs> eh. <laughs> or are we at that, the, that's that's that that's works debatable. With girlfriends, it doesn't work with computer. It works for the Millennium Falcon, but this is not not the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> there you oh, go. We're at the point where uh, 
the hyperlight drive was supposedly fixed and you got lied to by the people at Best Buy. Well, yeah, yeah. okay. And it's yeah, not your fault. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not my fault. Yeah. And, I do, and, I do, and I don't have uh, an R2 unit uh, to stop uh, fixing C3PO so you can turn, you know. But, okay, anyway. we're, we're really going right, into the weeds here. we're going the left field. The okay. Fo- the, the follow, the, the tr- you know, the natural follow-up question would be, uh, what are the odds that you're going to be uh, getting your new laptop here pretty soon? <laughs> <laughs> It's 7,320 7, to 1. Never tell me the odds. <laughs> <laughs> okay, enough, enough Star Wars references for now. You guys are giving me a headache. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're kind of starting to lose people here probably too. <laughs> so um, The studio does look really, really nice. I have, to, I have to say you two did a really good job with it. Thank you. It's kind of our... This is our temporary permanent setup because we're not done with it yet. So. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a work in progress. Um, our whole house is a work in progress right now. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> we're playing Tetris with everything, so it's it's kind of we're probably going to change everything two or three times before it's over with. Well, the the, the 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 studio the studio table actually does look like a big Tetris piece. Now that <laughs> <laughs> actually, yeah, it does. Yeah, it kind of does. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it, I'm I'm just use, using like. The, the table that I use for camping, it like folds up, folds up to um, like three different times or whatever. So it's like you can carry like a suitcase. <laughs> like so. the Jetsons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Only it doesn't turn into a car and, you know, I can fly, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the only problem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, 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 that would be pretty nice if it could, if it could double as both a studio table and, an, and a flying car. <laughs> and that would be great. <laughs> We were promised jetpacks, weren't we? <laughs> At some point, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm still, you know, here we are. It's now 2016. I'm still waiting for my self-tying shoe and self-drying jacket and my hoverboard. Uh, yeah. I'm still waiting for the flying DeLorean, and that was been around okay. for over three yeah, years. Yeah, 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 that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point, yeah. <laughs> and we still need roads. Yeah, we're paying for him after all. So. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but I mean, apparently where they were going, they didn't need roads. But here we are, one year later than where the, where they arrived, and you know, <laughs> sorry, and, we, still, we still need them. Yeah, <laughs> and we and we don't have those silver wraparound glasses where you know you'd had like uh, well. Well, I I forget what it's like. Oh, I thought I thought I saw something in my rear image or whatever he said. But. Well, we have. He was looking for a taxi cab. Thought it was yeah. following him. Yeah. <laughs> but no, okay, I mean he had, he had a certain name name for the device in in his. <laughs> Okay, the nerd fest is okay. We toned down the nerd fest. The studio All looks right. amazing. You guys did great. <laughs> Anyway, but um, I do kind of have. <laughs> Thank <a> you. <laughs> I do kind of have a scheduling an announcement here because I I will be going on uh, vacation. Uh, we will actually be releasing our next episode a week late. Right. <laughs> so um, we still have to kind of figure out schedule as far as when we're going to record it. But that's neither here nor yeah. there. But you it'll know. be released late. We do yes. know that. <laughs> so um, and speaking of this vacation. <laughs> this is for me this is in my memory this is the roughest entry i've had into a uh into a vacation <laughs> he's gonna need a vacation in order to have a vacation uh, yeah man, no kidding so yeah a few weeks ago i had uh taken my uh first attempt at the linux plus certification and i fell sh- you know i I, f- I failed, but not by much. <laughs> and and so, you know, I was kind of getting, uh, re- reading up on the stuff that I was, were, I still had some pockets of ignorance. And, um, and then I started getting a toothache. <laughs> and I mean, to the point where it was just this constant throbbing. And so, you know, I called, you know, they, and, um, so I I had to you know leave work just because I couldn't concentrate with it just keep just constant throbbing, and um, so he's like, well, um, I mean they they took X rays but they really couldn't quite you know couldn't make it to 
termination or whatever. He's so sent sent me to a specialist, and she and so I had to wait a week for that. <laughs> anyway, and uh, did did a few tests and like, yeah, you need a root canal. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and so I had, and then, you know, that was another appointment and, um, now, uh, now for those, those of you who are kind of aver- averse to, de- to dental stories, um, <laughs> fast forward a few minutes, <laughs> you know, this is kind of your warning. Um, and so for the first time and since I've, I've been going to dentist that um, it was first time that the, that I been introduced to a dental dam <laughs> so I'm kind of like a little out of my element a bit because I have this whole rubber rubber th- thing over over my mouth and I'm like okay and so she's going and at at one at one point um, and and they they use a lot lot more anesthetic than I was and I I'd been then that for like fillings and stuff stuff like that. So I'm kind of I'm kind of already a little wibbly wobbly. And then she brings um, moves the this you know the light out of the way. Grabs like some kind of lens contraption like it looked like a big microscope or whatever and just from my you know so i have the dental dam going and they they have uh some kind of like rubber thing and to kind of hold so i don't have to you know i can just bite down on it it still holds my mouth open and then here comes here comes this um the you know this big big micro and I immediately start panicking. Like I'm like, oh great! Now, now I'm like in the middle of some Zygon experiment. All right, close my eyes, close my eyes, close my eyes. <laughs> so, which <laughs> is it's it's just really you know it was just so odd to like see see this big hulking thing with all these len- lenses and mi- and mirrors like right out. I'm like, ah, <laughs> uh, what? Please. Don't tell me your last name is Frankenstein, please. Because <laughs> then I would have leapt out of the chair. <laughs> and so, um, and so all, and I leave on for vacation not this Friday, but the next next Friday. And so I and so that um, well, let's just say it wasn't cheap. <laughs> um, it's. So no thanks to that that little uh, to the root root canal um, that that pretty much cuts out about half of what I was planning on doing. <laughs> so but I'm I'm still fucking going, goddammit. <laughs> so um, I I'm actually meet, meeting a meeting up with a uh, old friend that I met on on online like it was like freshman sophomore year in college. So. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited to hang, hang out with her and and that and that kind of stuff. So, and she and I have been texting back and forth for the last week. Yeah, how's that been going? <laughs> it's fine, <laughs> but we're not talking about you or anything yet. Um, yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, we do. In very broad terms, but we're just having stupid conversations. It's actually. Oh okay. Yeah, we're not talking about anything specifics. We're just talking about. I told her, shoot me now about something. And she, she was like, no, we can't do that. <laughs> I refuse. And it was like, oh, oh man, now I have to go back in there. <laughs> I have to go back to work. Uh, you know, so, yeah, it was just, I have a computer system that is revolting against me. I've, I started a new job, so we, we uh, are still in training, but we're in what they call the academy which means we can screw up <laughs> and they can't fire us. So <laughs> we can make mistakes. That's what you think. And we're learning. <laughs> we're learning as we go. There's only one thing. There's only one thing we really can get in trouble for and really have disciplinary action for. And it's a HIPAA violation. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's, it's, that's big because that's like a, that's like a, at least a $10,000 fine for them. Plus they don't tell you this, 
but the agent also oh, yeah. gets fined. Oh, but yeah. they don't tell you that. They didn't tell us that in training. I just know that because I've worked in medical billing and coding, so I know this stuff. So, um, so it's a big deal if you don't read the privacy statement right. at the beginning of the call. Don't do that. So they have what they call mock calls, which is like your final exam to make sure you're ready to actually take real calls. Uh-huh. And um, uh, they give you three ch- – there's five types of calls – that they test you on and you get three chances on each one of those five scenarios. Well, they give you the calls. They tell you exactly what the scenarios are going to be, send you home over the weekend and have you practice. So, you know, you're basically, they're giving you the answers. This is what you need to know in order (laughs) to practice, you know, your scenarios. But they tell you, you're not supposed to take these home, but we're going to give them to you anyway. Just don't bring them back here because we don't want to see them. <laughs> so, but they're giving them to you. So anyway, you take them home. So anyway, that's industry secret. Anyway. Not um, anymore. You didn't hear that. You didn't hear that. You didn't hear that. Anyway. I heard nothing. <laughs> you heard nothing. You know nothing. Anyway, um, I'm not going to tell you what company I work for, so it's all right. So anyway, um, so they do these fake calls. And, and one of my coworkers, he was coming back, and he says, I can't believe I just blew that call. So what would you do? And he says, I didn't read the, co- I didn't read the privacy statement. Don't, don't, don't. I said, I bet you never do that again. Yeah, and no he's kidding. like, damn right, I'll never do that again. So, you know. But I had two easy ones. One was a triage, which was a transfer. And then one was something really simple. And I blew the two easy ones and passed the other. I passed all the others that were really complicated. So I was (laughs) like, really? I blew the easy ones, but I did the complicated ones just fine. Really? Are you kidding me? So it was just kind of funny. But then I I came back around and did did them. And I I passed everything. So... So that's been, all that matters. <laughs> so we've been on the we've been for the last three days, you know, the last three days we were on the phones taking live calls and we were calling the help desk and everything and asking, I'm getting this weird call. What the hell? So anyway, the big thing is, is that we're trying to maneuver through this computer system that hates me. The system that we use really hates me. So I was so I've been bitching to T, um, your friend about mm-hmm. I hate this computer system. Just shoot me. And she says, no, I refuse. And I said, I have to go deal with this computer system. And she says, yes. (laughs) I was like, no. So, I mean, we've been having, so she's been giving me creative ways to beat the system, you know, beat, beat the computer system and, you know, stuff like that. So, We've been having stupid conversations. She's been making me laugh. So, you know, stuff That's like good. that. Stuff like that. And, you know, we talk about we talk about our guys, her boyfriend, and we talk about you a little bit. You know, just little stupid stuff. But nothing nothing to give you a complex about. So just relax. <laughs> but it's Grant, been... Well, granted, I'd, I'd grow a complex regard, regardless. <laughs> so, you know, you might, you know, you might as well just do what you're going to do. <laughs> We've had a couple of serious moments, but that's been, you know, girl talk, and that's been good. That's been good for both of us, just to kind of know that, hey, okay, I'm not as crazy as maybe I thought I was, because you know what I'm talking about when I say this, (laughs) that, you know, when I say that I've had some rotten relationships, oh, okay, you have too? Oh, great, then you know how I feel when I say this, you know, so we, we both have a lot in common. We do have a lot in common. And I think right that, that I think that that helps that um, we're on the same page about a lot of things. It takes a lot of the anxiety out of it because I don't know this person, and I'm sending my boyfriend off to meet her. <laughs> and it, it, you know, there was a lot of anxiety in the beginning. Oh yeah, I don't have that Which anxiety. We, kind of, we, kind of, we yeah. had to work through. <laughs> right, and we've talked about that on prior. Oh yeah, we've talked about that on prior uh, episodes. But I don't feel that anxiety like I was. I've, of course, I'm still anxious, but I'm not. Oh my God! No, you can't go. I'm gonna freak out. No, I'm not having that. Mo- I'm not having that. <laughs> Hamsters are staying away from the wheel. <laughs> I, I can get the hamster. Well, the hamster still wants to put its paw on the wheel, but I can slap it, and it goes. It goes in the corner and goes to sleep. So, you know, I have to. I have to remind it: get off the wheel, go to sleep. Um, the new thing that the hamster wants to do is it wants to run through. It wants to run through my scripts that I have to say. So. I'm thinking about work. I'm dreaming about work. And I'm like, no, get off the wheel. So, you know, so that's, and that's any time that I start a new job. Mm-hmm. And it'll be doing that for, you know, especially call center work because you have scripts that you're doing. Yeah. And I'm doing Medicare 
crap. So I'm thinking about government crap and I'm going, can you please just leave me alone? It's the weekend. Can you please get off the wheel? Can you please just go, go take a nap? So yeah, that's the look shiny. Yeah. <laughs> look, Rainbows and butterflies. That's the new thing. We bought rainbows and butterflies and marshmallow, marshmallow clouds. They actually told us in training, this is what we want. The, this is what we want the customers to hear rainbows and butterflies and look out your window. You might see a unicorn. And I'm like, really? Are you kidding me? So, yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is Medicare, right? Yeah, Medicare. Well, um... It's a specific kind. It's a company Medicare program. I see. Company X. That's company all I'm going to say. Well, as far, okay. as, as far as company X goes and whatever pharmaceuticals that they come up with, I'm sure that with the proper dosage, they can see... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. These other yes, things that... Yes, yes, yes. Rainbows well, and well, butterflies. And, they, yeah. Well, we actually had somebody because we had a call out of California because we, we only, I'm I'm actually licensed in seven states and uh, the District of Columbia, but I'm not appointed in all those states, which means Cup Company X has not told me I'm allowed to sell for them yet. I can only sell in five of their states. So one, I get a lot of calls from California. Those are the, those are the majority of my calls. So somebody actually, so we're we're having these team meetings and. One of my coworkers says, "Yeah, I got a call where a guy actually says, where you'll, where, will your plan cover my medical marijuana?" No. <laughs> and the answer to that is the the short answer is no, and that's because Medicare says no. <laughs> well, it's but a it's federal not on, program. <laughs> well, it's not on our formulary. The the short the, the the more the more proper answer is it's not on our formulary, but if. Company X's doctor says it's medically necessary, that, and you get them to agree to that, then yes, we will cover it. But no, but our doctors are not going to not going to do <laughs> no. that, and Medicare is not going to allow it. So the short answer is just no, <laughs> just no, <laughs> yeah. no. But if they want to know why, that's you get into all that, and you can you can say it a little, you can say it more diploma, more yeah. diplo- diplomatically yeah. than yeah. that. But the answer is. No. Are, are you high now? Can I ask that? <laughs> right. and, and no. You know, but it, but it's because Medicare won't allow it. And it's not in our formulary. And it's not, you know, and that's the other thing. If they had made it a schedule two, it's a schedule. Mm-hmm. It's a schedule right now it's schedule one. It's schedule yeah. one. If they had made it a schedule two, right. it potentially could be sold and it could be pharmaceutical. Com- it could be covered by... Um, Healthcare pro, uh, health uh, mm. insurance, insurance. Oh, that's insurance schedule, programs. That's schedule two just lo- just lessened the amount of red tape that they would have to go through in order to get testing. Well, it it has to do with <laughs> it has to do with it, that's one reason why if it had been if it had been um, if the scheduling had changed potentially. No. Insurance companies could cover it. Yes. It, De- it, depending on how low, uh, how low on the scale that they went. Because mm-hmm. schedule, t- I mean, schedule two, it's, t- it's still, it's not, it, with schedule two, it's not considered to have me- medicinal right, pr- properties. Right. So right. there's no, so unless you go to like schedule three or schedule four, no, I mean, they're, that, that part's not going to change. There was something, there was something about that but potentially. That that that's the that's one concern, but that's what that's what somebody was saying. Now whether that somebody knows what they're talking about, they I'm don't. just saying <laughs> <laughs> that that person never never look, looked up. You know, t- you know the law drug. Yeah, cr- yeah, yeah. The the class but, schedule. Yeah, it's just it has to do with well, okay, forget what I just said then, but it has to do you know, but basically yeah. If Answer you go that. on the if you go on the <laughs> Medicare website, if you go on Medicare dot Dot gov. Gov, gov. Yeah. It actually says in there that it won't. That there is something in there about that. So anyway, I just thought that was interesting. That all of my calls came from California, except one. I had a Maryland call. If only there was something that the citizens of California could do. <laughs> I know, I like know, go to some place in in November and, and uh, you know put yeah, put something. like. A, some sort of something and something maybe else, a, something you know, like a referendum, perhaps, or maybe an initiative <laughs> or <laughs> a question, if you will, that they could pose to their fellow, uh, their fellow taxpaying citizens to, uh, 
I know. What could they do? I, I know. I know. I, I'm, 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 I'm at a loss for words. Because <laughs> we didn't do it in Colorado at all. No, we don't know what we're doing. Yeah, whatever. They, 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 <laughs> from what I hear, there, there may be a... There may be folks that are along the West Coast, say, for example, maybe further up in mm, Washington, Washington State, maybe? Or Oregon, Oregon, Oregon? Mm. that could provide some background, especially maybe. given maybe. how... Yeah. Maybe. Maybe if you really wanted to make a trip out of it, maybe maybe go even far farther north on the latitudes and, you know, drive, you know, go through Canada to, you know, get to, I, I don't know, what, what's that... What's that? There's a lot of crab fishing up there. Alaska? Alaska. Yeah, Alaska. Yeah. Yeah. Alaska. yeah. <laughs> We're not, but, I'm not but, licensed but, yeah, in Alaska. I'm not, Alaska, I'm not licensed in Alaska, but I am licensed in Hawaii. Little piece of trivia. But anyway. I don't know where, you know, what game show I'm going to be on where they're going to be asking that question, but okay. <laughs> I had to actually, they're like, do you know the seven states you're licensed in? I'm like, uh. <laughs> so yes, I have them drilled into my brain. So yes. But, and the District of Columbia is not a state. So I have to say seven states and right. the District of Columbia. Because <laughs> technically that's not a state. Right. So anyway, so to go, oh yeah, that's not actually a state. So I can see how there would be that that distinction, especially if you were to be licensed for the U.S. territories as well. Yes, right, um, right now it's um, because I think because you can get your license like in Puerto Rico because well I don't have my license there, but you can't. I know that like my trainer does. My trainer is licensed in Puerto Rico, so it's just kind of interesting that. But I'm licensed in. Um, District of Columbia and Washington State. So when you say Washington, you have to say Washington State and Washington D.C. So there's right. a complete different. Yeah. So it's just crazy. But so every day we have to check where are we appointed because you can't sell where you're not appointed. So it gets confusing. So if you get a call from the state you're not appointed in, you have to tell them, "I have to get you to an agent who can actually help you." Because <laughs> I can't help you. <laughs> I am helpless. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of crazy, all the Medicare rules. but Which is fair. You're doing your due diligence to do right by the folks that you're trying to help. Right. 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 And I just tell them that. And, you know, and, and, but you never want to say, I'm new. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> but it's tempting. It's tempting. Sometimes you're like, can I place you on hold? You put, you've already placed him on hold four times because you're trying to look for information. It's like, oh, I feel like an idiot. <laughs> you know, it's just because the system won't let me into the next screen I need. Ugh, you know, so yeah, <laughs> it's just crazy. But I'm learning. I'm learning how to, I'm learning little tricks when the computer, I, my, my neighbor next to me, her whole system decided to shut down on her in the middle of a call. And she's like, <laughs> oh, crap. So she says, you know what? I'm going to get you. Can I put you on hold for one moment? And she's like, crap, what do I do? <laughs> you know, she's like, oh, man. And they were like, just reload it. Just reload the system. Get her information again. Just say, for confirmation purposes, can you give me your information again? And then she's typing it up going, you know. So, you know, you just got to roll with the punches. You just, <laughs> it's just crazy. <laughs> So I'm putting in our I'm putting in our little jabber. I don't like this system. I don't like this system. The system doesn't like me. But look, there's a red rainbow. Look, look, there's a look, look. There's a rain. Look, look, look at the unicorn. Look. <laughs> what would we do without you, Company X? <laughs> yeah, no what kidding. would we do? <laughs> well, I have a job, so I'm happy. So you know, they were there just laughing. Go. They were just laughing at me. I'm like, but look on the bright side. Look, there's a rainbow. Look, the marshmallow cloud. You know, so I'm just laughing. But I don't have to like it, but I will deal with it. And I just put a smile on my face and just, yeah, so. But but I'm glad that you got your your little thing at work. Too. Oh yes. Um on uh Friday I uh get I get this I you know, I go I'm gonna check one of my email at the beginning of the day and I get this I get this email with with the uh the sub subject subject line opportunity. <laughs> That's so, never good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean automatically 
I mean, there's this little security flag inside <laughs> inside my head. It's like, okay, if I op- open this e- email, I'm going to get a whole all of these flashing banners from you know company who's a what's it's you know company right who, right why <laughs> i don't know but um you know big flashing banners it says hey do you want to do you want to make five thousand five thousand dollars a week by working at home and it's like sure i'll click that link <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that's what i thought it was but it wasn't <laughs> it's was internal <laughs> And it was like, hey, you know, what's your availability? I got an up, up, blah, blah, blah. And so sent, sent some, you know, what my schedule, you know, what means and all that. And so he's like, okay, all right, I'll be in the off, off, office uh, next, next week. And, um, you know, I'll catch up with you then. Oh, by the way, the, it's for a uh, help, help desk position I think you'd be a good fit for. And then, you know, and so this um, this is the first time I'd, I've ever even been considered <laughs> to be for a promotion. So even if I don't end up getting getting the position, the fact that I'm even having a meeting, <laughs> right. you know, I'm like, hey, I'll take that. <laughs> right. You know, just um, you know, just just for someone saying, you sir are good enough. That's good. <laughs> we found someone better, but I just, you know, <laughs> I found someone much, much better, more, more qualified than you. But you, sir, are good enough. <laughs> so, okay. You meet the minimum requirements. But... <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So we always make a joke that turn in your pay- playbook, you know, because sports, you know, they always say, come to the coach's office and bring your playbook. So if they're not asking us to bring our playbook when we have a meeting, we figure we're doing pretty good. <laughs> so they're not asking for your playbook. You're doing pretty good. So they meet your minimum, you meet your minimum requirements. But yeah. And then, then I uh, te- texted you after I was done with that whole exchange. <laughs> cause the, cause these, this this took over like the um I replied to his email at like eight eight thirty or so and I didn't hear I um and there were like multiple hours in between each exchange so it wasn't until like three three thirty mm-hmm. when he actually said oh by the way this is for this is for help desk position <laughs> so then I te- I texted scar scar after them like. Wait, this, this, I, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to talk him down off a ledge. This well, is real. No, I, was, I wasn't on a ledge. I was just like, wait, this is happening? That's right. <laughs> this is happening. Breathe. It's okay. <laughs> I didn't, I mean, I, I didn't think the world was crumbling down around no, me or anything. No, you were just anything, in you shock. Know? You just yeah, sounded like I was just like, shock. wait a second, I'm being considered for a promotion? What the hell's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> I just Who are you? Am I, am, I, am I in the middle of a dream right now? Someone wake me up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're good enough. It's okay. <laughs> so, yeah, it was kind of funny. I was like... You sound surprised. <laughs> uh, that's because I am surprised. <laughs> as long as so. you are not at Admiral Stockdale level of surprise, I think you're good. <laughs> right. <laughs> you're asking, who am I? Why am I here? <laughs> so. And I just dated myself. <laughs> <laughs> I did not just do that. Okay, moving on. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I'd I'd say that's a good, that's a good spot to wrap wrap it up. There, we covered covered a lot covered a lot in this episode actually, and solved nothing, <laughs> <laughs> which is what what we usually aim aim for here anyway. Well, I'm not quite sure if that's what we aim for, but that's usually what happens. <laughs> there we go all over the place. Here's looking at you, Company X. <laughs> Hey, I like Company X. Uh, Company <laughs> X actually, actually, I am enjoying my new job. It, my the people I work with are awesome. Um, my management 
staff is awesome. The support team is awesome. I'm actually having a good time even slogging through Medicare, <laughs> knowing I know more about Medicare than I ever wanted to know, but it's, it's a lot of fun. So, so far, wait until we get to open enrollment. That's I'm probably not going <laughs> to oh, like yeah. it so much, but right now I'm enjoying it. So it's fun. So company X is not so bad. <laughs> In your face, company Y. Watch, <laughs> <laughs> right. well, well, there's like some someone that actually owns company Y LLC is like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> but you're not company Z, so you, you got that going for you. <laughs> Something's always worse. Anyway, keep moving on. <laughs> yeah. All right. And on that note, I think we better wrap it up before we get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, so we I didn't mention this early, but how how can uh, people find uh, where can people find your uh, your Instagram project? Uh, my Instagram is at Matthew Scribbles, all one word. So you can catch me there, and if you do, uh, feel free to drop me a line and let me know that uh, what what exactly you think of my work, good, bad, neutral, or otherwise. And we are on iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn. All those links can be found on the contact page of hovpodcast.net. Uh, you can f- find us on Twitter at hovpodcast. And you can find us on Facebook. That's facebook.com forward slash honest.open.vulnerable. And you can leave us an email at hovpodcast at gmail.com. 